Welcome to the Hal Anderson Podcast. All kinds of stuff coming up. But first of all, please rate the podcast and please subscribe to the podcast. All right? The Kindness Kid, Jaden Schritt and his mom Sharon, will be on the podcast. We're also going to talk to Chris Rutkowski, science writer and weirdologist. Mars is very close right now. Tom Milroy. We're going to dig into the Milroy file on the podcast. And Marilyn Firth is here from the St. Norbert Farmers Market. Something very cool coming up at the market. And now, the podcast. Sharon, good afternoon. Hi, Hal. How are you? Excellent. You sent me a real nice text message. I think I read that on the air yesterday, but tell us what happened. You had the garage sale on the weekend selling uh, Jaden's Lego jewelry. How did everything go? It was actually really, really busy on Saturday. Um, we had a lot of people coming in and saying that they heard him on the radio on Thursday, and some people saying he, they heard him on Friday. I guess it was replayed on Friday. I think I played a bit of it, yeah. Yeah, and then also he was second page of the Winnipeg Sun, so we were just you know over the moon about that, and lots of people just coming in to say you know hey, great job, keep it up, you know you're awesome, and. Um, we ended up having some people donate items uh, to the garage sale so that he could keep the proceeds from that as well. And nice. between your donation and the GoFundMe donations that came in after the Thursday interview and the proceeds from the garage sale, since Thursday, this kid has managed to raise almost $1,300. Isn't I'm that fantastic? Done. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. I can make so many more packages with that. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Put Jaden on the phone for me, Sharon. You betcha. Here you go. <laughs> Hello, Jaden. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. So are you happy now you came on the radio and I put you in the Winnipeg Sun on Saturday and look at how much money you've raised? That's way more than I ever asked for. <laughs> yeah. Well, you deserve it, man. You're doing a lot of good for a lot of people. So now what are you going to do? You made $1,300 you weren't counting on. What are you going to do? You're going to make some care packages, some lunch. What are you do for asylum? Yeah, what are you doing? I think I'm probably just going to go get a bunch of more water bottles, maybe donate some of those. Got some food for Winnipeg Harvest. Nice. Do some more of that stuff. Other than that, I mean, I need to, um, you know, just try to plan it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be smart about it. You've been real smart so far, so keep it up. I have one question for you. Yeah. Am I live? You are live right now on the radio. No more of this taping stuff. I had to tape Hi, you that day. I had to tape you the other day. You can say whatever you want. What do you want to say? Thank you, everyone, for being there for me, everyone who did come anyway. I mean, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't sell all of them, but <laughs> I'm really glad that I sold as many as I did. That yeah. I, That's unbelievable. Yeah, fantastic. And you know what? Your Lego jewelry is really cute, but your mom was telling me you sold out of the necklaces and you've got some earrings left, right? Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll see if I can help out here. Uh, everybody knows my email is easy, hal at cjob.com. If people are interested in buying some earrings, really cool Lego earrings made by Winnipeg's kindness kid, Jaden Schritt, they can just email me, hal at cjob.com, and I'll make sure that we get the info to you so they can have an order, okay? Ooh, a business proposition. Ah, yes, a business proposition, young man, yes. And you have to do me a favor now. Now that you and I are working together, we're kind of, not partners, but we're we're working together to try and do something about homelessness 
and people that are hungry and they can't afford yeah. to eat properly and stuff. So whenever you've got a project and you need a soapbox to stand on, you probably don't know I what will. that, you will call I me, will right? I will call you up. Okay. Promise? Promise. You're a good kid. You know what you did, Jaden, by, by coming on the radio and then, uh, you know, letting me talk about you? You have taken that heart of yours that is so full of kindness and you've spread that. To Look at how many people now believe in what you're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of people. It is. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Hey, man, thanks a lot. It was such a pleasure to meet you, and I'm so glad we're friends now. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> thanks, Jaden. Thanks, Hal. All Bye. right. And thank your mom for me, okay? Thanks, Mom. All right, joining us now, Chris Rutkowski. Chris is a science writer and weirdologist. Good afternoon, Chris. Hello there, Hal. Hello, thank you for doing this. I see that Mars is very close to us here on Earth right now. Yes, it's uh, its closest point to Earth since so it was 15 years ago or so. So it's it's uh, it doesn't look huge, like right over top of us, yeah. but uh, you know it's it's uh, definitely a slightly bigger than uh, than it's been in, uh, in in view. And so we'll see it with the naked eye tonight. Absolutely. In fact, uh, that's probably the best way to look at the, the planets tonight. Hmm. Uh, and not just Mars. Uh, in fact, uh, we can uh, you can probably see five planets tonight without any trouble at all. Uh, if you look in the southwest after sunset, um, you'll be able to see uh, probably Venus. And uh, to the left of that will be uh, Jupiter. And to the left of that, Saturn. And to the left of that, Mars. Hmm. And if you look Straight down at your feet, you'll see the fifth planet. Can you guess? Can you guess? Earth. Let me guess. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Hey, I was reading that Mars right now, 57.6 million kilometers away from Earth, like you said, 15 years ago was the last time it was this close. But then before that, it was the Stone Age. Why uh, such a big space and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, within 15 years? It's just the way that the orbits are. You know, the uh, Earth, Earth's orbit and, and most other planets' orbits aren't perfectly round. Mm. Uh, they're just a little bit off, uh, off elliptical. And so, uh, you know, it, just the way that, you know, with all the, the – uh, they're going around in their orbits for all these, you know, millions of years. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually, you know, the, the, their orbits will just be closer at one point than another. And uh, so it, it takes some time, but they do work themselves around quite a bit. And then I think the next time Mars is this close is 2276 or something like that. So, yeah, by all means, get out there and – and check it out tonight. Do we learn anything, Chris, when the planets are this close? Does science learn anything, or is it just kind of a cool happening? Well, there is some science to be done, because um, when it's this close, it's a little easier to take a look at what's actually on the surface of the planet. Uh, right now, there's a dust storm going on, so unfortunately, a lot of the, the features are going to be obscured, but uh, you know, War of the Worlds, uh, back uh, uh, how many decades now, yeah. you know, the, the story there that took place during one of the closest approaches of Mars, and uh, uh, that was the day when people thought they could see canals on Mars and right. all sorts of other features, and, you know, as long as nothing uh, explodes off the surface and crashes into New Jersey tonight, we're probably okay. Yeah, well, and of course, <laughs> Mars has been the center of some controversies, some conspiracies, right? People are thinking they can see structures of some kind. 
mankind on the face of Mars and uh, bodies of water and, and all this kind of stuff. Do you buy any of that, Chris? Well, you know, the the good news is that uh, the radar uh, uh, results recently show that there probably is a uh, an actual lake of some sort uh, under Mars' south pole. So there hmm. probably is liquid water on Mars, which really might mean that might there could be life. But the face on Mars probably isn't. It's probably just a, a weathered uh, mountain of right. some sort. And, and some of those other pyramidal shapes are just the way things weather because there's a lot of uh, activity. There's a lot of weather on Mars, actually. So, that, hmm. you know, the, the surface does change from time to time. So I don't buy a, a lot of that stuff. But, you know, the possibility of some kind of life, you know, maybe diatoms or lichen or things like that yeah. probably is is true. But, uh, you know, anything a little bit bigger than that, very, very unlikely. But it's a fascinating fact that we can look at, at this planet across, like you say, so many tens of uh, of millions of kilometers away. And, uh, you know, we can see a few features that just tantalizes us to think that we're not alone in this universe. Mm -hmm. And listen, you're a science writer, but you're also a weirdologist. I've taken it a bit weird here with the interview. So I have to ask you when I have you on uh, anything unusual, Mr. Weirdologist, any uh, lake monsters, any UFOs, any Bigfoot, anything out there that we should know about? (laughs) Well, you know, I've uh, we've had a couple of UFO reports over the past little while from, uh, I'm trying to remember now, I think from... Uh, Was it one out by near... Lac de Bonnie or something? Lac, Lac de Bonnie, yeah. There people are, you know, people are taking their uh, cell phone cameras and getting some interesting photos of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, traveling a little bit further away, uh, I'm actually going to be at uh, in uh, Nova Scotia later this week at the mm-hmm. Shag Harbor UFO Conference. This oh. is the 51st anniversary of Canada's other... Uh, major UFO uh, case, in addition to Falcon Lake from here in Manitoba. But mm-hmm. in 1967, uh, something crashed into the ocean off of the coast of Nova Scotia. And it was investigated by the RCMP and the RCAF, and they sent in scuba divers. And, and uh, the story is, you know, something crashed down there, and mm. maybe that's Canada's Roswell. So there's a whole conference and a celebration all about that. And I've an invited speaker to go out there oh. this year. So so that'll be a, a little bit in the news out east. Uh, and uh, so keep an eye out for that, too. Well, maybe we can get you on later in the week on that. I'd love to talk more about that. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Chris Wachowski, thank you, sir. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mr. Tom Milroy. Hello, Tom. Hello, Hal. Good to see you again. Good to see you. I've got my Milroy file here. Hang on a second. Let me (laughs) just uh, find the uh, The things that I tuck in the Milroy file here, waiting for your next appearance here at the radio station, some things I'd like to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, Alex Trebek, this is actually from today. Alex Trebek says it's a 50-50 chance that he will retire in 2020. Are you a big Jeopardy guy or not? Yeah, when it when it's on, mm. I don't make a point of watching it. But if it's on, I go, oh, okay, I'll try this, and yeah. I just sit there and give all the wrong answers to everything. Mm, yes. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not surprised by that at all. If he does pack it in, any yeah. ideas on who maybe should replace him? Oh, how about another Canadian? How about Jim Carrey? <laughs> Why would you say Jim Carrey? I don't know. First one that came to mind. Yeah. I guess because Fred Davis isn't around anymore. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Should it be another Canadian? I don't know. Do you think it will survive without him? Probably. Yeah. There are very few game shows on now. That's you know. true. Well, now, what actually, now yeah. in prime time, they're putting all these game shows on, right? Match because game. Because they're cheap. Match game. I love it with yeah. Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. That was only a limited run, I think. But, yeah. Uh, and there's the gong show, which is just as silly as ever. Right. 
with uh, Mike Myers. Love Connection, Andy Cohen. They brought that one back with right. him. So I guess there are more now yeah. than it has been for a while. Price is Right mm-hmm. still solid. That's true with Drew Carey. In fact, and, and that went on, right? Bob yes, Barker packed exactly. it in. Drew Carey came in. Still yeah. very popular. It would seem different, though, because Alex is so... Trebek is so perfect. He, yeah. gets, he almost gets snippety if you don't know the answer. Right. right. No, no. Yes. Oh, no, no, that's wrong. Yeah, no. yeah. dummy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and he loves to pronounce, overpronounce certain words, you know? Yeah. 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 It would take a special person, I think, yeah. to carry that on. The only time I do really well on Jeopardy when I'm really kicking butt, I go, this, I'm doing great. I realize it's kids' Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing all these celebrity versions of these shows now, right? Yeah, like that's celebrity right. family feud. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. I yeah. never was a game show guy. No. No. But Family Feud's pretty good. Steve Harvey's a good host. He is very funny. He yeah. has a lot of fun. Right. And I think that's a key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's the busiest man in show business. Probably. A couple he's got of a TV talk shows. show, radio show. He has I a think radio he still show does. Still. TV stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's busy. Good very for busy. Him. Well, Are you into the avocado toast? Do you ever have you ever had avocado toast? No, I'll have avocado in my salad, uh-huh. and that's about it. I yeah. should try it on my toast. It's a thing. Oh. Apparently, today is avocado day. That's okay. why I mention it. It's a thing. I know there is avocado toast eaten in my house, not by me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like my avocado in guacamole. Guacamole, for but sure. But otherwise, I'll pass. Yeah. Avocados are like bananas. The window is very small. Mm. You know, uh, in avocado, it's hard as rock. Right. Next day... It's mush, and you cut mm. it open, and the, and the meat of it, the flesh is, yes. gr- is gray. Kind of like our careers. Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> the window's very small. Yeah, I know you watched this movie. I watched it on the weekend at the cottage, and maybe that's the problem here. Maybe I should have done it on a bigger screen, better TV, in the theater even, maybe. Uh, it's a fairly recent renter, Ready Player One. Just came Steven out, Spielberg. yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it, eh? No, I was disappointed. Hmm. I know... It's, just for fun, I checked out the budget of the movie. You right. get $175 million. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of glue. Yeah. I mean, it looks beautiful. Mm. Great soundtrack. Yeah. It was just a, a familiar story. we got to mm-hmm. find these things and find yeah. them before the bad guy gets them. And right. That, that was it. Yeah. But the soundtrack is phenomenal. It yeah. starts off with Jump by Van Halen. Right. I mean, yeah. how good how, is that? How can you go wrong and, with that? It ends eh? with, uh, I think, Hall and Oates from the eight, a lot of 80s stuff from there. Look at you. See that? You should love that. That's yeah. right up your alley there. Maybe, maybe I'll watch it again. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. I thought it was good. I thought yeah. the story was kind of cute. Uh um, but yeah, 170 million or whatever yeah, you said, that's yeah. a lot of glue. How about Mission Impossible? Fantastic. The six, that's the sixth one in the franchise. Number six, Fallout, yeah. right? After I love the them. colon, Fallout. Uh, it's great. Yeah, Good. it was it was excellent. Yeah. Uh, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. And he runs? Tom Cruise runs? Oh, all the time. Nice. Through the whole thing. Nice. Yes. He's yeah. 56 now. I know. And he's, uh, he's in incredible shape. Well, and I just last night watched, because I heard so much about it and I haven't seen it yet, where he jumps out of the plane with James Corden. Yes. That's funny. Oh, Have you that seen good? that? Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. That was great. Yeah. And Corden at one point runs away from him. R- well, <laughs> yeah, a couple times. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting the heck out of here. No, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I have some friends who skydive, and I just haven't got the courage. No. Got the no. Courage. But Tom Cruise is impressive. And I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, but I like him in these movies. He's really yeah. good in these Mission Impossible movies. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Nice. No, I would check. No, I would suggest you go and check it out. It's very good. All right. Did you hear what Will Smith is doing for his 50th birthday? No. What's he doing? 
He is going to, for his 50th birthday, to celebrate, he is going to bungee jump from a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you figure, eh? Can he just go to Chuck E. Cheese or something? <laughs> is there a Chuck E. Cheese even around anymore? I, th- I don't think so. I don't think so here. But there is, no. He- bungee jump from a helicopter. Over the Grand Canyon. The- I was in the Grand Canyon just once about three years ago, uh-huh. first time. It's spectacular, but yeah. I'm, I'm afraid to even go close. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's Bungie doing jump. it live on YouTube. All these celebrities now are of doing course, this stuff yeah. live on YouTube, right? Yeah. So he's not really doing it for his birthday. He's doing it on his birthday to make some money. He must have a, a movie coming out shortly. Probably. There yeah, that's uh, that's probably the case. But I thought that was kind of interesting. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and do you have any uh, any dirt on on Twitter? Have you ever gone back and? Deleted any of your tweets? No, You've never said anything inappropriate, no, have you? No, mm-hmm. no. Well, no. I, I, <laughs> I don't use the Twitter. Ah, but I use the. You're not on the Twitter machine. Not on the Twitter machine. Mm. But I use the. I use the Facebook. Ah, yes. All the time. Yeah, you're That's, very funny on Facebook. Thank you. And sometimes you get angry about something mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. So I'll actually uh, use the keyboard. Yeah. And then I'll read it and go, okay, I feel better, and delete it. Ah, because you can get so into, you don't even put it up there. No, you can get. There's no point. You can get into endless arguments. Yeah, about especially politics mm-hmm. or conspiracy theorists. So I just right. I, I ignore them. Yeah, the reason I ask yeah. you is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy <sighs> yes. got let go. James Gunn got James. let go for some tweets he said a long time ago. Long time he said, ago. "Listen, that was you know another lifetime, and they didn't care." But apparently, the cast wants him back now. I saw that. Yeah, the whole cast. Jim, yeah, Jim, he did both Guardians of the Galaxy, and I guess there's a third one coming out probably right. uh, a year or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know how many years. It just you got to be so careful now. Yeah. Just please. Yeah, advise. Well, that I'll to just people. give you an example. Yeah. I went to see Mission Impossible Six Fallout the other night, <laughs> and as a joke, I put a picture of my wife and I with our 3D glasses yeah. on, and I said. And ironically enough, I broke my ankle walking into the theater because, of (laughs) course, most people know Tom Cruise broke his ankle doing the movie. Yeah. I was getting, by the time I (laughs) got out of the movie, two and a half hours later, oh, man, I hope you're okay. You're going to be on the air tomorrow. Seriously, you didn't know this, but we have to realize when we write this stuff, and that's just a simple, silly example of how people can take things wrong. Not everybody is aware of Tom Cruise and that he broke his ankle on the movie. And when we write things on social media, we need to keep in mind that it's hard for people to understand tone, right? Exactly. They don't know if it's a joke. Yes, and people who don't know me... In my sarcastic thing in a good way, right. I'll go, well, I was one of the things yeah. to say. They'll take it very literally, exactly. and then that's when, you know, trouble sometimes yeah. gets going, right? So stay, the moral is stay off computers. There They're you bad. go. There you go. The old man <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah. But Or as Julie Buckingham said on this show a while yeah. ago, she said, that's why emojis are great. Because if you stick an emoji at the end, people go, ah, oh, he's kidding. She is the, the emoji queen. Yes. She really yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have a favorite emoji? Ah, uh, no. Okay. They're all sort of, sort of yeah, odd. Yeah. A little weird. Yeah, a little Do weird. Do you text a lot or are you one of those I'm guys just, that picks up the phone nope, and calls? Mainly a phone guy. I'm just getting into texting. Ah. Because I have uh, my first uh Well, yes, iPhone. you got rid of the flip phone, the brick phone. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if I want to talk to my children, yeah. I, I use I use the text machine. Yeah. Because that's, that's the huge thing. Mm-hmm. They answer those right away. Yeah. The phone, yeah. not so you much. You phone them and they're going, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm using the phone to yeah. call you and they don't get that. The first yeah. time I ever texted, several years ago now, I was texting with somebody much younger and, and I was like, this is ridiculous. But it was what they were all doing. And so yeah. I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. 
And here we are, and everybody now communicates by text, right? You have it's to. It's crazy. I was never against uh, having a, a Me an neither, iPhone. but it just didn't make any sense to me. It's I so just, e- exactly. it's much easier to phone and have a conversation. Yeah, I was never against any of that technology. I just thought, mm. well, I don't work full-time anymore. I don't really need it. But yeah. you do. It's nice do. to have. Yeah. yeah. And it's tempting, too, because I'll put it beside me. I don't want to put it in my pocket, so mm-hmm. I put it on the, on the car seat next to me. Yeah. So if you're at a red light, you're sort of... Uh, Glancing over at the phone. Yeah. You can see it happening. You know, I go, put mine now, yeah. just so I'm not even tempted. And I'm yeah. pretty good because I got hands free. And with the way my truck is set up, it will actually, if a text comes in, it will read it for me. Oh, you nice. know, so I hear it. But I just so I'm not tempted at all, yeah. I take my phone, I put it in the console, I close it, I flip it up. and Yeah, good it's idea. It's just out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I know. You know, whatever yeah. it is. Chances are it can wait 15 minutes because we can get anywhere in Winnipeg in 15 minutes, right? Exactly. So, you know, come on. By the way, uh, your show coming up on Saturday morning, 9 Mm a.m., a couple hours with Tom Milroy. What have you got coming up? Anything special? Um, All right. I guess that answers the question. (laughs) I talked to our friend Michelle Bailey. Ah, who works for a place called SCE LifeWorks, uh-huh. and talk about that. Also, also um, it's National Mustard Day on Saturday. Is it? I so, love mustard. So I'm talking to Carly Manish of Smack Dab Mustard. I have heard about this. This yes. is a local mustard, That's and right. we were talking about local products that people liked the other day, and people were going on and on about this mustard. I swear to God, Carly is such a huge... A booster of mustard. Yeah. She got married last year mm-hmm. on National Mustard Day. Wow. So. I got to try it. I've never tried it. I have yeah. to try it. I'll tell you another local product that I'm in love with, and yeah. I had the creator on a while ago on the show, yeah. is Gorp Energy Bars. Right. Fantastic. Yes. Oh, they're good. Colleen yeah. Dick. Colleen Dick. Yes, that's yes. right. Yeah. From Gorp. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I just love the name. I just yeah. like saying it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, thank you. And Pleasure. make sure you tune in. Tom Milroy right here on CJOB Saturday morning right after the 9 o'clock news. Thank you, sir. I get paid for this? You do, I believe. Yes. Nice. And joining us on the news now for a few minutes is Marilyn Firth. She is the executive director at the St. Norbert Farmers Market. Hi, Marilyn. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm great. How are you? Excellent. So obviously, St. Norbert Farmers Market, fantastic. People love it. A lot of people go. uh, Crowds are crazy and all kinds of great products. But tell me about what you've got coming up, this Farmers Festival. And uh, basically, it's home skills for the 21st century. Tell me about this. That's right. Well, coming up on August the 8th, we realized that in our vendor pool and our all these Manitoba producers we have at the market, there's all these amazing skills. And they're things that people wish they knew about. And so we got our vendors together and we said, why don't we have this event? This is our third year having it. And what it will be is it's our regular Wednesday farmer's market. and But during the market, there will be demos set up all over the market, learning all kinds of really cool skills that you wish you knew but don't. Excellent. So give us some examples. Uh, well, some of the things that you can learn about on August the 8th are things like um, how to make a fishing lure, because everyone likes to fish, um, how to fillet a fish, which I don't know how to do, but I'm going to totally be standing in on that one. Yeah. Um, all about herbs from Dave Hansen at Sage Garden Herbs. I will learn about wood carving, sourdough baking, and how to make a sourdough and make it actually work. <laughs> um, all about bees and honey. Um, how to um, how to ham, how to spin wool, like you name it. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. How to break down a chicken. We actually have 30 different um, demos going on, like different varieties, but oh, there's 50 demos through the course of the day. So 
it's going to be a busy place. Yes, no kidding. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, now when we want questions answered or we want to know how to do some of this stuff, we we head for the internet, right? But this is really cool because you're going to get people that know what they're doing, sort of experts showing you how to do this various stuff. That's right. And it's a chance to sort of ask questions because when you go on the internet, you can kind of see this thing and go, oh, that's interesting, but you can't actually ask the person. And what's cool about it, of course, our market, all the producers are local Manitobans. So I think the other really cool thing about this event is that you're seeing what people in our province are doing. And it's really all about us and all about what we're doing and, and the really cool things that are going on that some people don't even realize that we have these people with all these great skills in our province. Yeah. Tom Milroy and I were just talking about uh, like Gorp and some of these great local products mm-hmm. that are having yeah. success all over the place, but they're from right here in Winnipeg or, or Manitoba. What are some cool products this year that you're seeing for the first time at the St. Norbert Farmer's Market? Um, well, we have a fabulous new vendor who's got a, 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 a soap product called Naturally Powerful. And um, so she's uh, got, got all these different kinds of soap. She's got a laundry soap, a hand soap. It smells fantastic, uses essential oils. Hmm. So she's uh, new at our market. We have uh, Capital K Distillery. And this is exciting because um, it you didn't used to be that you could sell alcohol at a farmer's market, but the rules have changed now. And so they're making local alcohol. They're distilling um, uh, gin and a vodka, and they flavor them. Like one's got dill and one's got strawberry, and they sound fantastic. And I've tried the gin, and it's really good. Yes. Uh, so that's another one. Uh, we have a kombucha, guys selling kombucha at our market. That's a brand-new one for us as well. So a number of different things going on. And, of course, we have all these vendors who've been coming for quite some time, like Smack Dab Mustard, which is now all over the store. She's really spreading out. It's really fantastic when we see a new vendor come in they've got a new product the market's a great place for vendors to for producers to try out these new products and then we see them expanding and getting into bigger spaces and that's a really cool thing yeah we just mentioned smack dab mustard as well uh, tom's <laughs> going to have them on his show on on saturday and the kombucha i've got to come out because this is something my wife and i have started drinking and man i'm telling <laughs> you it really helps your digestion it's amazing yeah, well, and actually, we have another demo happening at Farmers Festival called "It's About Kimchi," and it's all about fermented foods for a happy gut. And the um, the Sylvia from Cooks Creek Kim I can't even say that Cooks Creek Kimchi is going to talk all about how these kinds of bacteria really help your gut and are really healthy for you. Well, excellent, uh, Marilyn. Thanks a lot for telling us about this, and uh, it's just one more uh, way that you are making the St. Norbert Farmers Market such a great place. Thank you very much. <laughs> thanks so much.